0: Welcome back to P.O.B. P-O-B check. with me, Kayla, and my little co-host and bestie girl, Maddie. Mad
1: dog. Okay. <laughs> okay, actually, people in high school called me Mad Dog, and I had the audacity to put Mad Dog on the back of my Letterman, and no one calls me that anymore.
0: Wait, I don't know if I knew that. Yeah, no, it's it was kind on of your embarrassing. Letterman? It's on my Letterman. Like it, it, it's still there. <laughs> That's funny. I know, it's crazy. That's really funny. So, fun fact, I did not letter, And that is one of my biggest <laughs> high school regrets. <laughs> like, that's okay,
1: but that is kind of surprising. Isn't it surprising? Because you're very talented. I just am...
0: How did you not let her? So, I did choir, uh-huh. but I only did choir my freshman and sophomore years, Okay, I see. Right. And you didn't do, like, any, like, contests or anything to get you to letter? I did. I just didn't try very hard. Right, So right, I right. never, Made like, it. went very okay. far. Um, and then my, so- ju- my junior and senior year, I did cosmetology, and it- that took up all of my electives. That's so funny. And you can't letter in cosmetology. So I Dang, had literally tough. no opportunity to letter except for the two years that I was in choir, and I didn't try hard enough, so I didn't letter. And you know what? That's okay. You it win is. some, you lose some. It is because you know what? Even if I had, I probably would have worn that letter jacket past college, past high school, a total of zero times.
1: No, yeah, no, I have not even put it on. I don't even know where it is. My mom may have it, but I don't know.
0: Yeah. So I'm not like that upset about it, but also looking back, I'm a little upset about it.
1: Yeah, that's fair. But you win some, you lose some. That's you know so what true. I mean? Uh, But what mug are you drinking from?
0: So, I am drinking from what looks to be a Chewbacca mug. Wow. Yeah. Are you a Star Wars fan? No. (laughs) But we are filming at a different location today. That is true. And so, it came with different mugs. Uh, And so, this is a Star Wars mug, and it says Star Wars, and it has Chewbacca on it. And it does look like one of those mugs where you can, like... Put whatever you want to on it yeah like you designed it yes yeah um it's like that kind of smaller size white yeah what about you well i have the exact
1: same thing i think it was like a set that he (laughs) may may have bought together or something (laughs) it also says star wars and has darth vader so i guess we're going emo today i don't know anything about darth vader well there's
0: darth vader and a clone clone something about
1: white Robot man behind the Okay, yeah. Clone so, troopers. Clone trooper right? stormtrooper. I think it's Storm. <laughs> oh no! So tell me you grew up watching you didn't grow up watching Star Wars without telling me you didn't grow up watching Star Wars. I'll just tell you. I don't need no, to like yeah. avoid
0: it. I'll tell we you I just, didn't grow up. Watching it's not Star Wars. like we're necessarily against it. We're just not for it either, you know? Yeah, I just don't see the appeal. Mm-hmm. Quite literally at all. But <laughs> I Some see love it, I so. see the nostalgia aspect. Okay, sure, I can I do get, yes, get yeah.
1: Can get behind that. But yeah, it's like how do you decide, yes, I'm going to watch the whole entirety of Star Wars? Like,
0: right. What do you do? Do you pray about that, you know? I don't know. I've never done it. So, I I truly can't answer your question, but yeah. it is a good one. Yeah. That maybe one day we will have answered. That's fair. So,
1: so like What do you do when you... (laughs) I'm just joking. So today on the podcast, we are going to be talking about what it looks like to say yes and no to people, things, decisions, God,
0: all of the above. Yeah. We Um, are excited about this topic because we both kind of have different experiences in terms of like how we say yes and no, which we'll get into So we are going to kind of base this whole podcast off of James 5.12, which really the end half of it, but it says, but let your yes mean yes and your no mean no so that you won't fall under judgment. And we're basing this podcast off of that because one, we want to be people of our word, which we'll get to kind of later on, but also we want to talk about how do we distinguish what we say yes to and what we say no to so that we can better be people of our word. Mm -hmm. And that we can better stand behind our yeses and our no's because we've prayed through them and and decided them in a healthy Biblical way.
1: Yeah, so yeah, we want to clarify That there's a distinction in how we handle saying yes and no to people and then compared to God so we kind of want to just put out there that if God is calling you leading you clearly speaking to you in a way and it's um, also pointed out in Scripture and all of the above. Like, we highly encourage when we believe that we should say yes boldly
0: to that right. and follow that. Right. It's, I think it's hard for, I don't I don't know that I would ever say that there's a, a place for saying no to God. I think that there's a place for bringing concerns to God, mm-hmm. for bringing anger to God, for bringing confusion to God, for bringing disagreeance mm-hmm. to God when you know that he's asking you to do something and you don't want to do that but I would always say bring those things to him and not a hard and firm no right
1: and I think we're not saying that you're ever going to mess up and say no to God right but we want to clarify that there is a distinction of you can say no to people but if God is making leading you somewhere and it you feel like the only reason you're not doing it is because it's a selfish thing, then, like, we, yeah, like, you need to say yes to that. Right. Um, so, I guess kind of diving into how we make decisions just in real life. What, when you're making a decision, Kayla, what, how do you know how, when to say yes or when to say no?
0: Yeah, I think for me, my automatic response is always no until... A yes is clear. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me someone may ask me to do something and typically I'm just gonna operate under the assumption that I'm not doing that thing until I've taken the time to genuinely sit down and pray and look at Scripture and think about those things. So how do I make my decisions on whether I say yes or no? I look at Scripture, I look Mm -hmm. at God's Word, I look at what He says about the thing that I have been asked to do. I look at, or I look to my wise counsel. I talk to people that know me well, that know my schedule well, that know what I can handle, what I can't handle, that know my giftings and my abilities and ask them to speak into the situation. I pray and I seek God's voice in prayer. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of typically how I would operate in terms of making decisions about what I say yes and no to. What about you? So, yeah. So, Kayla kind of leans on the side of
1: saying no to everything. And I think, for me, I say yes to everything. Yeah. And I think the heart, like, the heart behind it is that I want to be willing and available and ready to step in whenever someone needs me or ready to um, be there for people or ready to kind of just yeah be meet people where they're at if especially if it's like in terms of uh discipleship or in terms of serving in a ministry area or serving somewhere you know but i do think the problem i see the most in that is when i say yes to too many things and then i'm spread really really thin right and i can't be intentional with one thing or with a few things and so it's hard for me because I immediately want to just say yes to people and it also can be a people pleasing thing it's like I want them to like me so I'm going to say yes or I want to um make sure that they're being helped I guess right so I'm going to say yes to this but sometimes I don't feel even like I need to do it I just do it because I do it right
0: yeah so for me the heart behind me kind of saying no to everything until there's a clear yes is that i struggle with people pleasing that's one of my like biggest consistent struggles in my life Mm -hmm. um and so for me my kind of automatic response is no because i want to be able to take the time to discern whether i will be saying yes to it because it's something that god wants me to do or because it's something that that person wants me to do Mm -hmm. and it's good though i think those are different and i think that that it's For me, it's wise to take a step back and take the time to discern those things and to discern also you know, my own desire for it and that if it is something that the Lord wants me to do and I don't have a desire for it, that he would create that desire in my heart accordingly. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's never out of a thing of me not wanting to help people or me not wanting to be available. It's out of a thing of, me wanting to be able to give my best. Right. And if giving my best means saying no to a few things so that I can be fully present at the things that I'm already doing, yeah. then I'm perfectly comfortable saying no. Yeah. No, that's good.
1: I feel like we work really well together because, especially because we live together and we come home and just talk about life and stuff. But right. like anytime there's a decision, like today I had to cancel something because I was just, I could not handle yeah. another thing on my schedule. Yeah. And I was just dying inside because...
0: Yeah. You do I not s- cancel things. I just didn't.
1: I feel bad, but I also think that kind of goes into, like, make your SBS and your no Yes, no-bene. I agree. Um, but Kayla, just with wise counsel, kind of was like, you, it is more important for you to get rest right now. And so, it. what I was trying to say is it helps that we both kind of lean towards more and there's not one wrong way obviously right uh, but it helps that we kind of lean towards one way or the other that we can balance each other out
0: no I definitely agree because I think for me I see you being so giving with your time and your energy Mm -hmm. and, and all of these kinds of things and so for me that pushes me to be like okay am I being giving enough like am I being sacrificial enough am I like being available enough for people, especially as people that want to do ministry full time, right, yeah. like am I am I doing those things in a in a good giving way? And and you help me to to ask those questions more and to make sure that I'm not just being lazy mm-hmm. or yeah, yeah. It's easy to get stuck in complacency. Yeah, so, which
1: leads to my next question for you, since you do do tend to lead more to say no. What? How do you discern if you're saying no because you really just feel like it's not going to be fruitful for you to do that? Or no because you... Do you feel like you say no because you just don't want to do it or like you're lazy behind it or
0: it's selfish? Mm. So... I think the answer used to be yes. And I think sometimes there's still occurrences of people asking me to do things that I don't want to do and I say no because I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. However, I would say the overwhelming like, motivation behind my nose is typically that I don't want to do it because I don't want to not do it well. Mm. And so I want to make sure that before I say yes, And before I give you the expectation of yes, that I can make sure and be secure in the fact that I will be able to do that well. Yeah. And so I just operate under the assumption that I won't be able to do it well until I am told and believed otherwise by, again, prayer, wise counsel, availability, just all those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, But I definitely think I, I just... I'm always like, okay, well let me think about how I'm doing in the things I'm already doing first. Mm -hmm. Let me look at those things. If I'm doing okay in those things, and I still feel like I have time, okay, do I wanna do this? If I want to do this, awesome. If I don't wanna do this, let me ask God if he wants me to do this, right? And Mm -hmm. and just kind of like step-by-step going through a process of figuring out whether my no needs to shift from a no to a yes.
1: Mm.
0: What about you? Because I think sometimes people that say yes to things can lean on the side of not knowing how to say no. <laughs> don't call me out. No, no, no. I'm just saying in general. Like, oh no, yeah, in I general, I feel like a lot of people that say yes to things like say yes because they don't know how to say no. And so, no. like, do you do you feel like you say yes too much sometimes? And what do you see that like? Causing in you. Yeah, I definitely feel like
1: I say yes Too much Maybe I have grown in it hopefully continue I to grow more agree. in it, but um, I think Part of like the so I kind of touch on why I feel like it can be good to say yes And like the good part of it, but for me it could also lead to a sense of pride Um, maybe I say yes to leading a Bible study and then say yes to discipling four girls and then say yes to, um, serving, going to the college ministry event earlier, whatever it is. And I say yes to all of that. And like all of that's good. Right. Right. But if I'm doing all that and then not having enough time to rest or doing all that and not having, um, just spreading myself too thin, then that's going to lead to, I guess, uh...
0: It can lead to bitterness. It can
1: lead to Separation between God. And so I think, though, it's easy to say yes to things. And then when people see that, you think, or at least I think, oh, look at everyone looking at me do these Mm. cool things, you know? Mm. And then I was also just thinking it also kind of is a control thing because I love to, like, take control of my life, right? And so saying yes... I feel like it's easier to say yes to something without having to go to wise counsel about it or without having to necessarily pray about it. And maybe that's wrong, but I feel like I say yes because I'm like, I can control this and I'm going to take this in my own hands and just say yes because what's the harm in it, you know?
0: Right. Yeah. When no,
1: I think maybe is more, as like a society, more negative, I guess. And so maybe... Or at least to me, I'm like, oh, I have to pray about it if it's a no. But for a yes, I'm like, oh, no, it's fine. I'll just agree to this on my own terms.
0: Yeah. I think my fear is that if I were to say yes to something and then realize down the line that I couldn't do it and I had to step out of it, that I would be disappointing someone. Mm -hmm. Whereas if I say no and then realize that I should be saying yes, that I'm surprising someone. In a good mm-hmm. way, and so it's like I'd rather that happen that than the other way yeah, around. Yeah, no, that's fair, and like I agree because I was just thinking
1: of my kids in my classroom, mm. and the amount of times they say no to me is just astronomical. But then when they like say okay or yes, I'm like blown away. I'm yes. I stand there with my jaw dropped to the yeah. floor. I'm like, wow, did they actually just say yes? Yeah. <laughs> so I I do think. There is, that is definitely a wise way to do it, um, yeah.
0: I, I want, also, sorry, I also want to, like, say that Maddie is one of the most giving, generous people with her time and energy and just all the things, so there are amazing things in yeah. yes being your first response, like, yeah. don't hear that one is better than the other, Yeah, like, well, they're both can be great. Yeah.
1: I was explaining how I think for me just in my life with the Lord I like to be really willing and ready to say yes to Jesus which is a great trait to have I guess but I think I get so used to that that I'm like oh if I can say yes to Jesus all the time I have to say yes to these people all the time which can what like Kayla's saying like there it can be good too but right. um I think sometimes I just intertwine those two things together and then it's like gets messy when I'm drowning in all the work or all the right things I committed to because then I can't be as faithful. Right. But I want to look at specific places in the Bible of way that ways that people said yes and no to other people. Mm. Um one of the main things that I thought of was Daniel 3 in the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego bowing down, or not bowing down to the um, statue that King Nebuchadnezzar made. These names are so funny, bro. No. Anytime, okay, t- tell me if you agree, but anytime I think of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, I think of Veggie Tales.
0: So I didn't grow up in the church. And that is so true. So no. Okay. And so maybe
1: we'll just watch that episode after because it's it's
0: honestly so (laughs) solid. But yeah, no. So but that is like I've heard that from multiple people. Yeah, it's just so good, bro.
1: Yeah. Um. But yeah. So basically, King Nebuchadnezzar wanted them everyone to bow down to the statue. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were like, no, I'm going to only bow down to our Lord and Savior, God. Um, and we see how them saying no from the world's point of view, or from King Nebuchadnezzar, he was like, okay, well, that's going to lead to punishment. We're going to throw you in the fire. But how the Lord actually was in the fire with them and like rescued them through that.
0: Yeah, how the no was the better option there.
1: Yes, And so I think that Daniel 3 is a great example of how you can still say no to someone or to the world or whatever it is and how that can glorify God. But I also want to point out um, the Good Samaritan story, which we can find in Luke 10. Yeah, that's good. And um, that kind of shows how when saying yes to others, that also can glorify God. But basically, summary of the story is there was a um, Jewish... I think homeless person, um, to put it in our terms, um, sitting and needing help and a like preacher walked by, completely ignored him. And then a Levite walked by, completely ignored him. And then a Samaritan person walked by and stopped everything he was doing and stopped walking in his direction. I don't know what plans the Samaritan had for the day, um, but stopped what he was doing to help the person um in need and i think he saw saw a need and met it and he said yes to that and kind of took away like his pride his selfish because it's so easy to pass by that i mean i think about if i put myself in that scenario yeah like would i stop i hope so but yeah. oh my gosh i don't know like i get so caught up in pride sometimes that i just focus and on myself and, busyness yeah. yeah like maybe the preacher was off to go, do something really good, like God glorifying, but maybe he missed out on something even better Mm. when helping the Jewish man. And so anyway, I just think those two examples are really good to look at when making a decision of like, okay, yes, both can glorify God. And so that's really when prayer and discernment and counsel comes in.
0: Right, absolutely. So that's kind of like some scriptural examples of saying yes and no to people and Mm -hmm. how we can distinguish or some some examples of of how both might be good or glorifying, then we got to look at God. And we got to look at, okay, when we respond with yes or no to God, what does that look like? Because it's different. I mean, he is above us. We are in submission to his authority and to his um, divine intervention and will for our lives. And so we have to think about how our yeses and our nose go into that mm-hmm. and go into that submission. And so to touch on, you know, a biblical example of someone saying yes to God, we kind of look to Isaiah six. That's the first example that I think of big mm-hmm. in my mind. Yeah. Um, Isaiah has a vision and he is just like, he's like, woe is me. Like I am unholy. My lips are unclean, all of these things. And, um, then the angels come and like touch a hot coal to his lips and cleanse him and he god calls him to a ministry to a mission and he says lord here i am um you know kind of send me use me Mm -hmm. and so he gives him his yes and god sends him accordingly so we kind of see that and we see how God responded to that how God uses Isaiah through his yes uh, you can see the book of Isaiah yeah how I was used- about
1: to say all of like him saying yes to God just kind of resulted in a lot of like the
0: prophecies and the things that we were- see later on yeah yeah so definitely and then we kind of flip to an example of someone saying no to God and the first person that kind of popped into our minds was Jonah
1: Classic Jonah. Classic Jonah. Jonah, Jonah has, and the
0: whale. Yeah, Jonah has got to be genuinely one of my favorite Bible stories. No, yeah, I agree. It's also just so fun. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, it is. Kind I mean, of come like on, a
1: fish swallowing you. Like, that is just so different. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> know.
0: like, I'm going to make this one different. <laughs> he said, we can almost spice this one up. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, this episode was different and Jonah was built different. But. So basically what happens to Jonah is he runs away from God's call and he says no verbally but also through action um, and God calls him to Nineveh and he is fearful of them because they are like, have this reputation of like intense violence and so he runs the other way, gets swallowed by a fish. Do you think it was
1: a fish or a whale?
0: It is, does it does specify? Well, like some translations say whale and
1: then some translations say a giant fish. So it's like one of those questions so I'll ask So I think Jesus. it was
0: probably a whale.
1: Really? I'm more so on like a giant fish. Really? Just because I feel like there are more fish in the
0: world than whales. I don't know if that's <laughs> that doesn't really sense. But I just feel like... A giant fish is a whale and whales, like, are one of the oldest animals on this earth.
1: I guess that's fair. You got a solid point.
0: Yeah. That's definitely gonna be a question I ask Jesus when it gets to heaven. Was it a fish or a whale? Yeah. Not, like, no preface behind it. Just I Was, that. About Just,
1: <laughs> Just was it a
0: fish or a whale, Jesus? I'm dying <laughs> to know. That's funny. No, so he gets swallowed up by a fish or a whale, you pick your poison. And, um... He spins. What is it like three days and nights? Yeah. Yeah, and then he gets spit out. Then he calls Jonah again to go to Nineveh. Jonah goes, obviously after experiencing um, the fish or the whale, and um, basically says like six or seven words or something, and all of the people are like, "Yeah, God, it is like," and and they are like saved, and so. Um, basically, then God calls him again, and Jonah says no, and he, like, dies with a hardened heart, and I just think of that, and I'm, like, yeah, like, that is, like, when we are running from the Lord, that's the kind of story that you get, Mm -hmm. you know, of, of just, bitterness, and fear, and distress, and all of these things. And when we're in the Lord's presence, too, there, those things come because we live in the world. Right. Don't Just get me wrong. But if you're not in God's presence, you're going to experience them so much more. <laughs> so yeah. um, I think that, you know, we can see the consequences of saying no to God through the story of Jonah. Yeah. And
1: I also want to preface... If you're praying through a decision or um trying to get an answer like and we've talked about this in our waiting podcast but god may not always give you a clear answer but he has given us the word and so when we're making a decision that is why we're te- like kind of telling you and kayla can you kind of point on you took this internship in the summer can you kind of point on how you made that decision? even if you didn't feel like god was giving you a clear-cut answer
0: yeah so last spring so i guess it's been about a year now which is crazy that is crazy uh last spring i was approached by our children's pastor she had reached out to me and said hey we're looking for an intern in the kids ministry this summer was is that something that you would be interested in please let me know and at the time i had been call to ministry for like two months like it it was pretty it was pretty shortly after I like fully realized my call to ministry and because of that I was very enthralled about ministry I, I just really wanted to dive in I wanted to to go ahead first but I also had a very specific idea of how I wanted to do that I was looking into other opportunities and there were other internships and things that I kind of really had my eyes set on mm-hmm. and so My answer initially when she had said that was like, "Mm, no, I'm good kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just really wasn't that interested. I work at a preschool already. I didn't, I kind of knew at least a little bit what kids ministry would be like. And so I just wasn't interested in really diving into that more I was pretty confident in the fact that kids ministry wasn't where the Lord was calling me full-time yeah Uh, but I I mean I didn't know for sure and so I just didn't really see you know I didn't want to I didn't you know see any interest in it or reason for it and so I kind of said no um I find out that the opportunities that I was looking at those doors closed Mm. um the other opportunities and so I was like oh like What am i supposed to do now like Mm -hmm. i i want to work in vocational ministry i want to get an internship under my belt so that i can kind of graduate college with some kind of experience but all of these doors are shutting yeah and so i went to our congregational pastor's office and i basically (laughs) like sat down in her chair and i just cried and i was like i want to do this but this door shut and this is what i feel called to but Um, you know, it's not happening and all this and this and she said, well, you know, there's a kids ministry internship open. And I said, Yeah, I actually do know that. Um, And she was like, Why is that not something that you want to do? And I said, Well, I, you know, was kind of waiting on other opportunities. And I also just don't necessarily feel called to kids ministry. I don't really want to do that. And she said, Well, you know sometimes i think that we have to clean the toilets before we can talk to the people and i was like ooh you know that is so true right <laughs> um and i was i was really convicted in that moment of of saying no because i didn't want to yeah and not because god didn't want me to mm-hmm. um and so i she, what she asked me was hey will you commit to prayer and fasting with me till tomorrow morning Mm. so that you can make this decision. And I left her office and I prayed and I got up in the morning and I read and I prayed and I just felt like there was a need Mm -hmm. and I had the availability. Mm -hmm. I had the time and the energy and... The requirements and the only thing holding me back was my lack of desire yeah. not the lord's lack of desire for me but my lack of desire yeah for that role and so after you know wise counsel had told me i should take it after prayer had not convicted me of otherwise after all of these doors kept closing except for this one. Right. I was like, well, sounds about like this is going to be my yes, you know? Yeah. Um. And so that's kind of, you know, how I made that decision. And yeah. it, was, it was a process. Like it yeah. wasn't, like it was like a two to three month process. Mm. Um, But when the Lord wants you to say yes to something, he's going to show you that. Yeah. No matter how much you try to run. And he did with Jonah. Right. Yeah. You see that.
1: That's good. I think something we have to ask ourselves as we are making decisions is, will this be edifying to my faith and to the church? Mm. Um, and I also want to kind of maybe restate this, but saying no, and then maybe this is literally just speaking to myself, but saying no can be really, really kind Because I would rather say no to an answer or to a decision that I know I wouldn't be able to invest my time in than say yes and then not be able to put my full capability or my full effort into it. Because then you're putting other people in a bind as well. So like, for example, if you said yes, but you really feel like you could not have balanced that kids ministry internship and you were just like working but you weren't giving your all then it's not really kind to the person who offered that position to you yeah and so but i also want to say that it's okay like you can say yes or no and it's still god glorifying yes like god has given us free will to make decisions and hopefully because we have the holy spirit within us it's going to be god glorifying
0: yeah I've told some leaders this in our college ministry that, you know, they've asked me like, how do you not get burnout? Mm. And I said, well, I don't do things for people. I do them for me and God.
1: Mm.
0: And, and so if someone asks me to do something, I'm not doing it because they asked me to do it. I'm either doing it because I know that the Lord wants you to do it or because I want to do it. Mm. And I think that those are the two reasons that we should be doing things like, yes, there is an act of submission that comes into doing things that our pastors ask of us and that our friends ask of us. But I also think at the end of the day, those things come from a realization of who God is and the authority that he gives those people in our lives. Mm. Yeah. And so I think, you know, and, and then I've told people that and they've said, okay, well, what if you don't want to do something? And what if you feel like God doesn't want you to do that? Then I pray and I right. say, God. If you want me to do this, if I should do this, give me a desire in my heart. Mm-hmm. And every time that's happened, he's done it. Right. Every time I haven't had a desire, but I feel like maybe I should, and I've prayed about it, he's given me a desire. That's good. And yeah. so I think like, do things because God wants you to do them, and because He and because He wants you to do them. And if you don't have that religious understanding ask the Lord for it. Like, He is, like, going to develop those desires in you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that reminds me of Philippians 4.12, where it says, For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. Mm. Like, He literally plants desires in your hearts, in your heart, in your hearts, you have multiple hearts, just so (laughs) you know, Um, in your heart that you may not even know, and He's just, working on you in that and then it will be
0: revealed to you one day yeah so to kind of close things out we want to touch back on that james five twelve verse let your usbs and your no be no and we just want to encourage people to be people of their word yeah. so be a man of your word be a woman of your word and hopefully now you have some tools where you can make decisions that you can stand by because you know that that's what that's the decision that you're supposed to make yeah, I just
1: think it's so important to be committed to your yes or committed to your no because it literally says it leads to sin. And right. that's not a good look for unbelievers if you're constantly saying yes to something, but then a minute before a plan is or happening or something like that, you're like, oh, I actually can't make it. Or, oh, actually, I'm going to back out of that really big internship that I told you I was going to do.
0: It's, it's like, not a good look to believers either. Yeah, no, exactly.
1: And so just encourage you to be firm in that and also just trust that the Lord had opened that door or closed that door for a reason. Yeah, absolutely. Well,
0: this was a long one.
1: Yeah, she was a, we'd be talking about, we'd be be talking about yes and no. We'd be be saying yes and no over here.
0: (laughs) See and no. Yeah, no, right? what? Just oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But like and is E.
1: Oh, yeah. That Duolingo ain't helping. Yeah, no. I deleted that out. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Alright, well, we'll see you later. Catch you on the flip side. See ya, talk to you later. Bye! <laughs> Bye.